Well, talk about a good intro track. I mean, that's got me kind of buzzing for the start of this podcast series. Uh, So welcome, guys, to 7 Sports and Stuff. Uh, For those of you with a keen eye, you would have noticed that the 7 is in Roman numerals. Thought I'd change it up a bit there, uh, try something a little bit different. Um, But yeah, so this podcast is basically going to cover... Um, a variety of topics in the sports world, um, not just kind of the stuff that's happening on the field or the course or the track or what have you. We're going to look at things that also happen off the field as well. Um, so kind of kind of things that we're going to look at is, you know, the influence sports has on the business world today. Um, obviously, I'm sure some of you are aware that Amazon and Facebook have got the rights to stream some Premier League football this year, which is kind of exciting, kind of a different platform if you like. Um, I've already used 11 sports and they showed um, the PGA Championship, so that's the last major in golf, uh, which wasn't bad, it was alright, but that's one of the areas we're going to look at. Uh, We're also going to look at um, British Asians in sports, if we can find any. (laughs) Now I'm I'm sure there's a few out there. Um, but yeah, we're going to explore like why they don't get as involved as maybe they should or we should, I should say. I'm British Asian myself, so yeah, wh- why we haven't really made it onto any of the big football teams, let's say. I know there's a few British Asians um, in cricket, some of them you'll know that have played for the England team. Uh, but apart from that, you know, there's not, not much else out there. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a look at that and the reasons why and how we can... All- like look to improve that um, other things uh, probably something like esports as well even though that's not a real sport but that's the whole point of having a little debate about it because it's driving me up the wall i can't believe i saw it on sky sports i think it was a couple of weeks ago it was ridiculous um but yeah various different things so it won't just be about me giving you commentary on what happened last weekend in the premier league or whatever sport it might be we'll be looking at things uh, beyond that which is kind of cool something kind of different um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. There'll also be other different kind of segments. Uh, for example, I'm going to have a sports shout out of the week uh, where I'll be giving a shout out to someone who I think has done pretty excellent in um, their sporting field. Uh, give you a bit of background about them, what they did, why I thought they deserve a shout out. Um, and also the and stuff part. So that's just going to be something a bit random. Uh, won't be anything to do with sport, just something I've probably seen during the week where I just wanted to have a little chat about. Um, but yes, it's different, you know, something for everyone, I think. So let's get started. Alright, so the first episode, we're going to look at why do British Asians support India instead of England when it comes to the cricket? Now, this topic pretty much came about when I was working and I think they had the England-India test match, the one at Lords, where India got smashed um, on the screen and I think I showed that I was kind of cheering for India and the lady asked me, she said to me, oh how come you're cheering for India and not England? And I was like, I didn't really have an answer for her and then she goes to me, are you um, born here? <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, yeah, I'm born here. Um, and then she said, so why do you support India over England? Um, so literally I didn't really have an answer for her there and then so I thought it would be something good to discuss 
um, and something you know that you guys can think about yourselves you know comment below tell me what you think why why it's like that a few things i've heard on the radio i think nasa hussein spoke about it as well he said maybe it's like a generational thing so because our parents probably supported india you know we've been brought up to kind of support them and kind of have that bond with our with our parents and our families uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why i mean other reasons i can think of uh, to to be honest is probably because it's the only time i've seen anyone that looks like me on um on a field or doing something athletic <laughs> if i'm being honest with you so that's probably another reason you can relate that way um the fact that they're very successful as well that that obviously helps they're exciting to watch they've got some unbelievable cricketers um and i think those are a couple of the reasons why uh, British Asians tend to support India instead of England obviously I know there's other British Asians out there that probably affiliate themselves more with Pakistan and Bangladesh as well when they come over here um, and like stuff like the World Cup and the T20 and all of that you know that's it's hardly I've hardly really seen any kind of British Asians that are going around with England t-shirts or things like that and it'll be interesting to see next year as well you know like or how will the audiences be when the World Cup comes over here? Obviously, in 2019, the 50 over um, World Cup. That'll be quite interesting to see because I'm pretty sure during the Edge Baston Test match, it was pretty close most most of the time, like throughout the five days. It was a great test match, by the way. If any of you guys haven't seen it, check out the highlights. It was pretty good. Um, it was exciting, entertaining. Um, if you're not a fan of test match cricket, that's probably somewhere to start, get you going. Um, but yeah, like when I was watching it, I kind of got the impression that the crowds were predominantly um, England fans. So, I mean, that's something that I, I didn't really expect, especially in Edgebaston. Um, so maybe things are changing. I don't know. I mean, personally for myself, I, I, I'm i an India fan. Uh, when it comes to them playing against England, yeah, 100%. I'm not going to lie to you about it. Um, and I don't really think that's going to change either. I think it's just something that... I've been brought, brought up with something that their success with that as well. You know, I've seen India um, win the T20 World Cup. Um, I've seen them win the 50 over World Cup as well, um, which is, you know, that helps. You know, <laughs> you want to affiliate yourself with successful teams. Um, so, yeah, I think those are a couple of the reasons why uh, British Asians tend to support India over England. But what do you guys think if you support India over England why like what reasons do you have is there anything different to what I've said um, let, let us know let me know now thinking about counter arguments like why why wouldn't you support England basically like what's wrong with them is trying to what's what I'm trying to get at you know they're, they're a good team as well let's not let's not get mistaken or anything they're they're a good side they're a good cricketing side um, they've got some terrific players uh, Ben Stokes you know Joe Root Alistair Cook, or Jimmy Anderson, who's unbelievable with the ball um, in this last um, Lord's Test match. So, you know, there's a reason they're a good team as well. They, they've won things that, you know, the Ashes, when it comes to the Ashes, England and Australia, it's not like you guys will be supporting Australia. So I think there, there are reasons to support them. And maybe in the future, it will be different. You know, maybe, maybe in the years to come, like our kids or our kids' kids will affiliate themselves more with England than India. And what about if, let's say, let's just change it up a little bit, let's just say if India had a football team 
an international football team and they did pretty well decent let's say let's say they made it to a major tournament now those of us that support india of england and the cricket do you reckon that would be the same for the football i'm not so sure to be honest i know that's a bit hypocritical but there we go that's life um although i can't say i wouldn't be tempted to go buy myself an india football shirt that that would be something i'd be proud to own <laughs> but if i'd support them like i support the india team I, I doubt that but that for me that comes down to the fact that they're probably not going to be very good probably going to lose four or five nil in a couple of the group stages games and that'll be that but yeah that's an interesting interesting point have a think let me know again let me know what you guys think would you would you support india if they ever made it to a major footballing tournament over england let me know what you guys think all right so let's move on to the tragedy that is the india team i mean i was so excited for this test series literally i was just i was looking forward to it i couldn't wait to see this indian team how they'd perform Uh, i thought they'd give england a good you know a good series at least and so far you know i mean okay look edge baston that was unlucky i I felt maybe virat Kohli should have gone and done his thing and won it first that would have been very helpful that would have set the series up pretty well if india took a 1-0 lead but but that didn't happen Um, and apart from him apart from virat Kohli, the rest of them have been shocking i mean morally (laughs) vj i'm lost for words dinesh kike every time he comes to bat his stumps go flying left right and center um you know some some of the performances i've seen by some of these but kl rahul that's another one that's just done my night and i was looking forward to seeing him play i thought look he got he got 100 in the first t20 game i think and set himself up pretty well to i thought he'd have a good good kind of summer here do do pretty well get his name out there that's that's what he wants to do right i think from what i've seen or what i've heard is that he's trying to make sure he's in that kind of virat kohli mold he wants people to recognize him like that well that's not going to happen with the way he's playing right now it's a bit of a joke to be honest um the shake shake of the one um i don't know has he has he really been given a chance i know he got dropped for the second test was it justified <laughs> probably not after Murali vj went and got that pair a pair is um when in both innings you get out for zero for those of you that don't know your cricket lingo that's something new you've learned today so congratulations on that um but yeah that's i mean it's, it's poor to see how how it turned out for them um but on the flip side let's have a little counter to that the conditions have heavily favored england especially in this second test match ball swinging everywhere on and off the field bowlers getting you know a lot of rest because of the uh, the rain that kept coming and going so i mean that's that's one factor that obviously hasn't helped the indians and the other thing being that they've had a couple of injuries to their couple of their star bowlers um kumar and jaspreet bumrah both missing out on both tests i don't know if i don't even know if kumar's coming back hopefully bumrah will be back for this third test match at trap bridge fingers crossed um but yeah i mean look excuses aside they still should have given a bit more in this lord's test match i'm so disappointed so disappointed they got smashed edge baston was all right you know you can live with that it was a close game it was a good game um and yeah you can understand maybe towards the end i guess all right they just didn't have what it takes to to go across well to be fair they didn't have anyone apart from virat Kohli. if they probably had another batsman that could come in and do something um, I reckon they would have won that game, and which, like I said, would have set up the series pretty well. 
Hardik Pandya is another one who I've been disappointed with. Very disappointed with Hardik. Yeah, expecting a lot from him, but not really delivering. If you compare him to the England all-rounder like Ben Stokes and Chris Wokes, they are just, oh my, mountains above this guy. It's not even funny. And he, he should be there. For me, I reckon he should be there. And maybe he will get there. Maybe it's just taking him a bit of time, but nah, it's not impressive. It's not impressive. Another thing on Hardik is his hair, man. There's something about this guy and his hair. I think he's I think he's trying to be like the Paul Pogba of the cricketing world, changing his hairstyle every so often. I think I even seen him with blue hair one time, which was a bit weird. Um, and now he's gone to kind of kind of like the same hairstyle as as Paul Pogba. Maybe maybe Paul Pogba's setting the trend and Hardik's just following on. <laughs> so that's something to look out for if he ever if he changes it um, in between now and when they go back home um but yeah so what would you guys think man why why have why have this indian team been so poor is it just the conditions like i said is that really all it is have they just been a bit unlucky um why have, why have the batsmen apart from coley not really performed do they rely too heavily on coley what do you guys think what do you guys think i'm going to give you my team as well for this next test match which starts on saturday in nottingham um, and fingers crossed it will be a good test match. It won't be another thrashing. So I've been talking to one of my good friends about the changes that you'd make, and obviously I kind of threw out one too many, I think. Um, but for me, I, I think I'd bring back Shaker Dawan, have him open with KL Rahul just because there's no one else, and I just don't want to see any more of Murali Vijay. Uh, <laughs> Pajara, I think he deserves another run out. Um, I know, obviously, I'm sure you guys have seen the stats of, about his county season over here, and it's, it's been pretty poor, to be honest. But he deserves another go for me. So he comes in at number three, or he stays there at number three, rather. Um, Kohli to about four. Uh, Jinkarahani at five. And then this guy, Risha Pant. I think he should have really come on. He should have started in the Lord's Test match for me. I know, I know he's not very experienced. He's not got much experience at all. Um, but he's exciting. He's a young player. And that's what England have done. If you look at their selection, they've gone with Sam Curran uh, for the first test match. He was young, youthful. Um, and he brought. A, oh, he had an excellent first game, if you guys remember. Brilliant with the ball in the first innings. Brilliant with the bat in the second innings. Another good all-rounder that outshone Hardik Pound. Pandya, um, so that's three to one. Just um, just in case you guys are not keeping count, um, but yeah, you know, someone a bit useful in Rishabh Pant, someone a bit different. Maybe the English guys haven't really seen him. Um, I know he's known for his T20 exploits, but you know the the selectors put him in the squad for a reason. So why not give him a run out? I mean, it's not really a bad time to do it. Either he's going to be part of one of the greatest ever Test match comebacks from two zero down to three two, or He's just going to get some experience in a losing side. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And then I, wanted them, I want them to bring back uh, Ravi Jadeja. Yeah, I think he deserves he deserves another go. I mean, Kordip Yadav didn't really do much at Lords, did he? He was a bit all over the place from what I remember. A couple of the commentators were coming out with that. A cliche kind of line like yeah test match cricket is not like ODIs or T20 well thanks we know that um, and I'm sure Cordeep does too but yeah I think I think Jadeja should come in I think he's been 
he's been one of those guys that has pretty much held down a position from more often than not from what I can remember and again he hasn't not they haven't seen him this whole tour I don't think I'm not sure if he played in the in the T20s did he play I don't know you guys can look that up let me know um but yeah I think he deserves a good uh, he deserves a run out as well he can bat a bit as well which would help because that English low order is immense and our one just well just falls away um, but yeah, so he can help out with the bat. Keep obviously going to keep Ravi Ashwin with his off-break bowling, um, and obviously he can bat a bit as well, which definitely helps. Mohammed Shami, I think he's had a great. Well, he's another one apart from Virat Kohli who's kind of stood out for me. Had a decent, decent couple of games to be fair, better than what I thought he'd be. Um, Ishant Sharma, keep him around, and then hopefully Jaspreet Bumrah is ready to go. Like I said, I'm not too sure about Kumar. I don't even know if he's here in England. I, last time I heard he was in India, went back to India, but I'm not too sure about him. Um, so, yeah, get, leave out Murali Vijay, um, Kuldi Biadev and Dinesh Kartik for me. Let those guys sit out for this one and, and see what happens, really. There needs to be someone, needs to be someone like youth and energy in this team. Uh, something a bit different, maybe. Not youth, something a bit different, let's just say that. Uh, because right now these guys are looking at a 5-0 whitewash and I don't know about you but I, I don't really want to see that um, so yeah why don't you guys let me know what you think the team should be hopefully you can get it out in time um, and we'll see what happens on Saturday fingers crossed guys fingers crossed we have a good game hopefully India win it make it 2-1 get a bit more excitement in the series because right now it just looks like England are going to walk all over them like I said especially with that lower order which is which is crazy, man. I think Adil Rashid even got runs, even though he hasn't bowled anything, hasn't done much with the ball. Chris Wokes went and got that 100 as well. I know Ben Stokes has had his off-the-field issues, uh, which we're not really going to get into today because that's not really the point of this episode. So we might have a look at that later on down the line. But that middle middle to lower order has been immense for England, and fair enough, man. They've, they've worked hard at it, and they deserve the results that they've got. Alright guys, uh, when we come back, I'm going to change it up a little bit. We're gonna, I'm going to give you my sports shout out of the week. Alright, I'll see you guys in a bit. Okay, so sports shout out of the week is basically someone who I think deserves a special mention um, for whatever they've achieved during this week or someone who's been working pretty hard and it's all come together um, at a certain event or maybe it was a football match I've seen that I thought someone particularly uh, stood out for me um, but yeah that's basically what it is um, it's just my opinion really and this week I've gone with Dina Asher Smith so she is a British athlete she's a sprinter for those guys that don't know much about her uh, I think she's like 22 years old um, and this week she won three golds in the European Championships, which is obviously that's a great achievement in itself. But the thing that stood out for me um, was her 200 meter time. Um, so she won gold, obviously, in, two, uh, in the 200 meters, and she ran 21.89, which made her the first British female to go under 22 seconds. And that's crazy. That's madness. And all these sports and all these different meets and all these different events. 
and all the different athletes that have come and gone no one has gone under 22 seconds so that's the reason why she gets my sports shout out of the week so congratulations to her and for those of you guys that don't really know too much about her look her up um, and see what she's about because i think in the next couple of years you're going to hear a lot more about her next year i think the world championships 2019 are in doha uh, Qatar, well, that's where their World Cup's going to be next as well, so it's a bit of a coincidence. But yeah, you're going to hear a lot about her then. Obviously, she'll be coming up against the Americans and the Jamaicans, so it'll be a different kind of test for her, but I'm sure she'll come through with flying colours and then the Olympics in Tokyo. So you're going to be hearing a lot more about her in the years to come. So just keep an eye out. Dina Asher Smith, she gets my sports shout out of the week. Also, a fun fact about her before we move on um, she completed a degree in history and she went to king's college which is pretty impressive so not only is she an athlete she's a bit of a historian as well which is kind of cool um other no- notable mentions i want to give a little bit of a shout out to not not on the same level as her but you know they deserve a little bit of a shout out um brooks kepka who's a golfer uh, for those of you who don't know that he won his second major i believe um at the PGA Championship, uh, and it was a pretty, pretty, pretty impressive performance, to be fair. Yeah, Tiger Woods breathing down his neck uh, for most of that final round. So, shout out to him, man. Held his nerve, did his thing, just went about his business. Seems like a kind of a quiet guy, not really too much about him. Um, actually, I found out the other day that this guy is a beast in the gym, and if you see him, you, you'll probably figure out uh, he probably lifts a, a, a bit of weight. I think he's one of the longest um, hitters of a driver on on tour as well. Right up there with Dustin Johnson. um, And he's a bit of a beast. Also, his his girlfriend, Jenna Sims, stunning. So for you stalkers out there, check her out on Instagram. I know I have. (laughs) Um, Yeah, good looking girl. Um, One other notable performance for me uh, comes in the football. Luke Shaw. Now, this guy obviously... He's had a few issues, a few, he's had a lot of issues with um, Man United uh, in terms of his fitness, his attitude. Well, that's what the media says anyway. Like, obviously, I don't know if that's, these are facts. This is what we hear. All of us have heard it. You know, he doesn't get along with Jose. He doesn't put enough effort in. He doesn't seem like he wants to be there, etc., etc., etc. Um, a lot of people were saying that this is the summer he's going to go to Tottenham or wherever, maybe like a swap deal for Danny Rose. That didn't happen. Um, this guy just kept grinding, doing his thing, working hard. He committed himself to the club. He didn't go with England, obviously, because he just hasn't been on that kind of level. Um, and he came out with a great performance to start the season. I know he's had a, he's had a decent preseason as well, but to score your first ever goal in the first game after all the stuff that you've been through, that definitely deserves a special mention. So yeah, well done, mate. Well done, Luke. He done well, and hopefully he can keep it going throughout the season. Get back into that England squad and hold down that left-back position. I know everyone's saying that, uh, but it's just about him going out there and proving it to everyone else, which I think he can do. He's got the ability to do that. But yeah, those are the other notable performances um, that I thought were worthy of a little mention. All right, when we come back, we're going to go to the stuff part of the segment. So as as you know already, hopefully... Um, it's called sports and stuff stuff being something a bit random so it's kind of exciting actually i just had a look at what it is so when we come back we'll have a little chat about that
All right, so the random thing I'm going to have a little chat about today uh, is Idris Elba. Now, Elba, Idris Elba. Said that wrong, didn't I? Idris Elba, I think. Um, all right, now, more specifically about Idris, um, a little tweet he put out the other day, uh, possibly indicating that he will be the next James Bond. Now, I want to see that. I'm sure a lot of us do. A lot of us want to see Idris Elba go out there and do his thing um, as James Bond. I think he'd make a great James Bond, actually. Thinking about When you think about it, like, who else? There's no one else you could really pick after Daniel Craig to be James Bond. Like, what are the names of it? Tom Hiddleston, I think that was floated out there. But come on, man. Idris is just too cool for anyone to challenge him as the next James Bond. Um, I think the first time I ever saw Idris Elba was in The Wire, A String of Bell. Oh, that guy, that character was awesome, man. He played that really, really well, I thought. That's probably one of the best characters I think I've ever seen, String of Bell. Just something, he just had something about him. He was just, uh, I don't know, something about him. If you've never seen The Wire, check it out. Check it out. It's a great um, TV series anyway, um, regardless of the fact that he's in it, but... Yeah, he played a great character in Stringer Bell. Um, other things that he's been in. Oh, what other things has he been in? He's actually been in American Gangster. Uh, that's the one with Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. Yeah, it's Russell Crowe, yeah. Um, he's been in that. It wasn't really too... It wasn't a big part. And to be fair, he got killed off. Um, maybe like quarter of the way through the film, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Molly's Game, that wasn't too bad I think he plays a lawyer in that one um, Mandela I've heard that's really good I don't think I've seen it myself But I've heard that's that's a good film to watch He's, he's in that um, The TV series Gorilla That was pretty good, I, I did see that That was pretty good um, So yeah, he's been in a few things um, And I think he's the type of Thor Obviously Thor as well, just before anyone Calls me out on that um, Yeah, he's been in Thor as well I think he's I think he's worthy of the role of James Bond. I think it'll be a great change to see um a person of colour take on that role. Um something different, show that we're adapting, we're evolving, giving other people a chance as well, which is pretty cool. I mean also if there's any other actors that you think could be a better James Bond than Idris Alba, please let me know, man. Let me know who and why and what your reasons are. Honestly, when I'm thinking about it, I just can't. Just, there's no one else that really comes to mind. No one else that stands out um, like he does for the role. Oh, also, I think he's been in a film with Beyonce, if I'm not mistaken. Can't remember the name of the film, but I'm pretty sure I've seen him in a film with Beyonce. So have a look, check that out. Let me know if I'm just making things up or if that is actually a fact. All right, guys. Well, that will do it for the random stuff segment of this show. Um, when we come back, we'll just wrap up. Um, and then call it a day. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. It's the first time I've ever done something like this. So obviously there's always things that I can improve. And I'm sure you will see vast improvement as you continue to listen to these podcasts. Um, but yeah, I mean, tell people that you know, tell people you don't know. I'm sure they'll come back and thank you for recommending it to them. <laughs> um, and yeah, it'll, it'll be good, man. It'll be a good journey. Um, so just keep, so stay tuned. I'm going to try and put out 
an episode once a week that's the plan um for the first couple of ones i'll probably do them two in a row or three in a row uh, just to get things going um but let me tell you what's coming up in the next episode just to get you guys excited for what's in store so we're gonna have a look at the start of the premier league season uh, have a little chat about some of the up, up and coming teams we're not just going to look at the big six teams and etc 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 we're going to look at a couple of the promoted teams um have a look at what they've been doing and the transfer market how that's changed this year um and yeah should be good should be good uh, a little have a little bit of a chat about ruben neves as well who i think will probably be a big club um next summer for sure because that guy looks immense so yeah should be fun should be fun all right and obviously there'll be a few more jokes a few more bad jokes <laughs> um but hey you gotta have conviction in your failures as well as your successes oh i like that i might have to play that one back and listen to that quote again um but, but on that fantastic ending i'll catch you guys later keep having fun doing what you do